It's Friday, July 29th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Eight people have died after flash floods in eastern Kentucky cut power for thousands and destroyed homes, Governor Andy Bashir said. The National Weather Service said heavy rainfall and the threat of more flash flooding would continue through today. In the hardest-hit counties of Leslie, Perry, and Breathitt, 8 to 10 inches of rainfall were recorded, according to the National Weather Service. At a Thursday morning press conference, Governor Bashir called the flooding some of the worst in Kentucky's history and declared a state of emergency. He said the water will get higher before it starts to recede. The Kentucky National Guard is mobilized, he said, with three helicopters to do rescues. In financial news, U.S. stock futures rose, putting the S&P 500 on track for its best month in almost two years as investors awaited earnings from energy producers and consumer goods companies. Futures for the S&P 500 added 0.6% today, pointing to muted gains at the opening bell. Dow Jones Industrial Average futures edged up 0.2%, and contracts for the technology-focused NASDAQ 100 rose 1%. Amazon.com shares jumped 12% ahead of the bell after the tech company said quarterly revenue grew faster than analysts had expected. Apple shares added 2.4% pre-market after it reported that iPhone sales continue to grow in the recent quarter. After raising its benchmark interest rate by three-quarters percentage point for a second straight meeting Wednesday, the Fed indicated that at some stage it will likely ease off to gauge the effects of higher rates on the economy. Reports showing 72% of companies on the S&P 500 have beaten profit forecasts are a positive sign for money managers who feared earnings would begin to slide. The S&P 500 has climbed more than 11% from its low point for the year in mid-June. Meanwhile, JetBlue Airways agreed to buy Spirit Airlines for $3.8 billion, a combination that would create the fifth largest U.S. carrier. The deal announced Thursday comes after the Wall Street Journal reported that the two sides were close to sealing an agreement after a months-long bidding war between JetBlue and Frontier. JetBlue will pay $33.50 in cash for each share of Spirit, including a prepayment of $2.50 a share, payable once the deal has been approved by Spirit shareholders. The deal also includes a so-called ticking fee of $0.10 a month starting in January until the deal closes. Spirit and Frontier called their merger off Wednesday, clearing the way for the airline to come to terms with JetBlue. Around the world, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un warned he's ready to use his nuclear weapons in potential military conflicts with the United States and South Korea, according to state media, as he unleashed fiery rhetoric against rivals he says are pushing the Korean Peninsula to the brink of war. Kim's speech to war veterans on the 69th anniversary of the end of the Korean War was apparently meant to boost internal unity in the impoverished country amid pandemic-related economic difficulties. While Kim has increasingly threatened his rivals with nuclear weapons, it's unlikely that he would use them first against the superior militaries of the U.S., observers say. Kim accused the United States of demonizing North Korea to justify its hostile policies. Kim said regular U.S.-South Korea military drills that he claimed to target the North highlight U.S. double standards and gangster-like aspects because it brands North Korea's routine military activities as provocations or threats. And back in the U.S., 
Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder testified Thursday via a non-public Zoom link before the House Committee investigating the team's workplace culture, climaxing a weeks-long battle over the terms of his appearance. The House Committee on Oversight and Reform has been investigating the workplace culture of the Washington NFL team and the league's response since last year. Over the course of the investigation, additional allegations of misconduct inside the franchise have surfaced. A spokesperson for Snyder said in a statement that his testimony lasted for nearly 11 hours. Mr. Snyder fully addressed all questions about workplace misconduct, described the commander's dramatic two-year transformation, and expressed hope for the organization's bright future, the statement said. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.